What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York Podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this. We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Hey, good evening, USA, Canada, worldwide, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, host with the most, creator, the in, the unstoppable independent podcaster, the YouTuber. And of course, rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you're rocking with Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, episode 147, live and direct from StreamYard YouTube. And alongside of myself is the Instagram live feed where you can follow the show on Instagram. Make sure you follow and um, turn on the notifications. So you don't miss a beat on when I'm going on Instagram live on every episode on a weekly basis. Now, um, I do want to apologize for not recording yesterday because I was very exhausted. Um, let me just get into a whole let me just get into the whole thing right here. Um, I want to let's get to I want to get into the whole mental check in for a second. All right, so as I started, um, I do, like I said, I didn't record yesterday because I was very exhausted from a long day of work, and and um, physically I was exhausted. Um, been on my feet all day yesterday, and uh, of course mentally, uh, mentally and spiritually, I am. I am doing all right. I'm kind of like between a five and an eight. So pretty much what it's pretty much what it is though. And also, um, like I always say at every episode and and on this podcast is that you don't necessarily have to wait till mental health check-in month and mental health day um to reach out to somebody that you care about. Um, for once, it's never too late to reach out to somebody. It doesn't matter what what the time frame is. It's all about following your um your mind, your soul, your heart, and of course your instincts. Because you never know when a person might be going through something very dark and traumatic. You know what I'm saying? So you so you don't want to second guess yourself until you until it's too late. So anyway, um, wanted to get that out the way. Um, now I wanted to do an this is like an emergency recording, so I could actually have something to post for Monday. So you know what I'm saying? I figured I'd get this out the way and not wait till tomorrow. So you know what I'm saying? So let's get into yeah. Let's stay on mental health checking because. Um, I do have one topic that I want to talk about here, and this involves cerebral palsy. So, 15 most common symptoms of cerebral palsy. This is according to the website simplyhealth.io slash 15 most common symptoms of cerebral palsy. Um, of course, cerebral palsy, for those of you who may not know what that is, it is a contend. Hold on a second. Con 
genital condition affecting the developing brain of an infant in the womb. The damage occurs before birth, with CP affecting the cerebral, cere no, hold on, the cere cerebellum, not cerebral. Um, it's the same thing, but um, anyway, the region of the brain in charge of motor skills, movement, and balance. Children born with cerebral palsy may only start to exhibit symptoms after the first year of birth. Parents of kids with CP need to face the challenge of raising a child with disabilities as the condition can cause paralysis as well as problems with movement, reflexes, and poor posture. Um, kids with cerebral palsy require um, physical and occupational therapy to help them integrate into society and overcome the limitations of their condition. The effect of cerebral palsy on functional capabilities varies significantly with some children experience complete paralysis from the waist down, while others can walk but may experience problems with posture and movement. Every identification of the condition helps to reduce the impact of the situation on the child. Here are the eight most common symptoms of cerebral palsy. Starting with number one, difficulty swallowing. That's scary. <laughs> um, hold on. Dive, dive, spa. Wait, die spa. Okay, dysphagia. Dysphagia. This describes a medical condition where the patient has difficulty with swallowing. The, cere the cerebellum is the part of the brain responsible for motor movements. As a result, kids with CP may find that they struggle with eating and may choke on their food. Due to the dangerous nature of this, this symptom, parents need to be very careful when feeding the child, especially during the first two years as the child learns how to communicate with caregivers. Parents should ensure that the child swallows each bite or mouthful before giving them another. Um, dysphagia um, is not always a permanent condition in kids with CP, and the symptoms may occur, no, excuse me, may come and go. However, parents need to be aware of the disorder and pay excuse me careful attention to the baby during every feeding session um um oral pharyngo dysphagia occurs due to weakening of the muscles and nerves found in the throat the disorder makes it challenging to swallow food without choking or gagging. Oh my gosh. That's pretty scary stuff right here, right? Um, so yeah. Okay, there's more. <clears throat> Number two, uncoordinated movement. Healthy individuals hardly ever experience any issues with the nervous system and mobility. And we tend to take our seamless movements for granted. 
Children who are suffering from the effects of CP lack the necessary motor skill coordination to allow for smooth movements. As a result, the child may experience problems with posture and range of motion in the joints, leading to the development of dysfunctional gait when walking. Atasia um, describes a medical condition where the patient experiences a disruption in the communication between the nervous system and the brain. As a result, patients find they develop unsteady and jerking movements when trying to walk or move around. <clears throat> this situation makes it challenging for the affected child to complete regular activities during the day. Children may also find it challenging to learn how to button up their shirt or write as CP affects the development and the use of time motor movements as well. Number three, spasticity, spasticity. Um, children who are dealing with the effects of cerebral palsy may start to experience involuntary muscle spasms, even if they are not exercising. These spasms can cause severe pain in the affected muscle, resulting in a temporary loss of mobility. This symptom of CP, known as uh, known as spastitis. Hold on a second, folks. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> spasticity. Spasticity occurs due to disruption in the signals coming from the cerebellum to the muscular system. Patients with CP find the, that the condition typically occurs most frequently in the legs, and they may require regular massage sessions to ensure that the muscles remain limber and supple However, when spasms strike, they can um, induce severe pain symptoms for a new um, a new minutes up to a few hours. According to research from the National Multiple Sclerosis Society, the condition may have some benefit for CP patients that have weak leg muscles. The, sp the spams increase the Rid, rid, uh, hold on. Rigid, rigidity of the legs, making it easier to walk for some children. Doctors may treat um, um, spasticity with medications to relax the muscular and nervous systems. <clears throat> Um, number four, tremors, common word. Um, patients who are dealing with the effects of cerebral palsy may find that they start to experience erratic tremors from time to time. The intensity of the tremors varies from person to person, depending on the extent of the palsy. 
I may cover that um in a future episode about tremors. So let's continue. The medical community describes a tremor as an uncomfortable uncontrollable and unintentional movement of the limbs tremors may affect one muscle group or multiple muscle groups and the condition may last for um, minutes or hours depending on the person in most cases tremors are not a severe concern for cp patients with most passing in a few minutes after the patient practices some medication or breathing exercises some patients with um, severe tremors may require the use of muscle uh, relaxants to prevent spasms and, and reduce the severity of the condition. Tremors occur as twitches in mus- muscles or under the surface of the skin. Action tremors occur when the patient moves while resting. Tremors occur with no contributing motion. Um, number five, drooling. It's not uncommon for infants to drool, especially when they are sleeping or eating. In most cases, this is not a, this is not a cause for alarm in parents. As babies do this all the time. However, infants that are dealing with cerebral palsy may drool more often than healthy kids unfortunately this is not the best sign for concluding that the child is suffering from cp and many parents may overlook the symptom cerebral palsy affects the cerebellum the region of the brain responsible for motor skills such as controlling the muscles of the face as well as swallowing as as a result of cerebral palsy Affected individuals may drool more frequently than other babies. Drooling may also stay with the child as they grow all the way into adulthood. While drooling is not a life-threatening symptom, it can be embarrassing for children to deal with, especially as they reach adolescence and start high school. Um, okay. Um, and up next is seizures. Um, I'm not even going to get into this, to, to my story about that. Um, but anyway, the damage to the cerebellum that leads to the development of a cerebral palsy in, in, in unborn children may have life-threatening effects depending on the severity of the injury. The child may experience disruption of the nerve entering and leaving the brain through the the central nervous system. This type of disruption caused by CP may result in the child developing tremors or spasticity that affects the muscular system. However, in severe cases, some patients may start to experience the onset of seizures. Seizures have the potential to be a life-threatening event as the patient may swallow their tongue and choke to death during the event. Doctors take a preventative approach to resolving seizures, providing the child with medication to prevent 
them from occurring. However, some patients may disagree with giving their child drugs at such a young age. Research into CBD oils shows that it has a nerveine effect on on the C and S, reducing the occurrence of seizures in children with CP. Not really. Um. Up next, number seven, blindness. Cerebral palsy is a un- congenital condition meaning that it occurs as the fetus is developing inside the womb. The parents and doctor may be entirely unaware of the unborn baby's blindness, with symptoms only showing up around a year after birth. Excuse me. Um, as the child's arm starts to develop verbal and motor skills, CP affects the development of the nervous system, resulting in a slew of unwanted developmental effects during pregnancy and after the brain of the child. One of the less common complications of cerebral palsy is blindness. Cerebral palsy may interfere with the development of the ocular nerve, resulting in a partial or complete blindness in the child. In most cases, doctors and parents can diagnose the blindness a few days after birth, as the child does not respond to visual cues. Unfortunately, this condition is irreversible, and the child will have to receive treatment to learn to cope with their situation throughout their life. Next, number eight, intellectual disability. One of the most concerning of symptoms related to the development of cerebral palsy is its effects on the brain. Children with CP may experience learning disabilities as a result of their condition, causing them to fall behind in their schoolwork. Give me one moment, folks. I need to take a sip of water. Okay, um, hang on a second, where did I leave off? Oh, okay, hang on a second. Children with CP that struggle with their schooling require a steady support system to help them cope with their effects of the condition. Number nine, speech disability. People who are suffering from the effects of cerebral palsy may may notice that they start to develop a speech disability. The patient may begin to stammer or stutter their words and have trouble forming complete sentences when speaking to other people. The cerebellum is responsible for maintaining speech and other subtle motor movements of the tongue and mouth. As a result of the failure of the cerebellum, the patient may start to develop these speech problems. 
in many cases, the patient requires the assistance of a licensed um, speech therapist to help them overcome the effects of the disorder. So people may see improvement in their expression through the use of the speech therapist. However, many people may never be able to overcome their speech um, problems. As a result, the patient may develop permanent stutter in their speech. They also they may also have trouble with forming words, causing them to pause in the middle of a sentence as they try to mouth the word. Number 10, difficulty difficulty with eating. The cerebellum is the region of the brain responsible for producing and managing fine motor skills throughout the body. As a result, patients who are suffering from the, the effects of cerebral palsy may find they struggle with um, simple tasks such, such as eating the muscles, controlling the jaw, rely on nerve impulses um, emanating from the cerebellum through the complex web of nerves originating from the brain stem. Cerebral palsy results in damage to this network of nerves and disruption to nerve signals leaving this region of the brain entering the jaw. As a result, the patient may find that they are eating without an, without an issue only to to discover that they suddenly cannot close their mouth correctly or swallow normally some patients that have severe problems with eating may require the use of an occupational therapist to help them overcome this issue in most cases the use of an occupational therapist can significantly assist the patient with learning to manage their fine motor skills produced by the cerebellum. Number 11, changes in, in gait. Um, as discussed, people who are suffering from the effects of cerebral palsy may experience problems with fine motor skills. This region of the brain is also responsible for tasks such as walking and gait when standing. People who are dealing with the effects of cerebral palsy may find that they start to experience trouble when walking. They may have difficulty with walking on their toes as well as issues with a crouched gait or a scissor-like um, gait. Um, these changes can become permanent over time when the person does not receive the necessary treatment from a physiotherapist to manage their physical posture. Unfortunately, our posture is set by repetitive movements that we repeat dozens of times throughout the day. This post postural inefficiency creates a habit with a person who may find it very challenging to adjust gait once they develop bad postural um, habits. 
If your child is born with cerebral palsy, you must enroll them in a physiotherapy program as soon as possible. This strategy helps with managing the effects of the condition and preventing the onset of changes in gait and walking posture. Number 12, favoring one side. People who are dealing with the effects of cerebral palsy may also notice that they tend to favor one side of the body. This symptom becomes apparent when you watch a person who is affected by the condition in a standing position. The person may lean towards one side or or develop a lump on one side of the body. Damn, that sucks. Children in developed posture postural disorders and issues with their gait when young may find that they start to reach for items with one hand only or drag a leg when crawling on the floor parents should watch out for these signs of cerebral palsy in the child in their children if they notice any of these symptoms start to occur they should arrange um, physiotherapy sessions for the child as soon as possible. In some cases, it may be possible to recover the full function of the body through the use of physiotherapy sessions. However, the success of the treatment depends on early diagnosis and treatment of the issue with the child. Number 13, um, atheitosis is a movement dysfunction. It's characterized by involuntary um, writhing movements. These movements may be continuous, um, slow, and rolling. It may also make maintaining a symmetrical and stable posture difficult. With... Um, with atheitosis, the same regions of the body are repeatedly affected. These typically um, include the hands, the arm, and feet. The neck, face, tongue, and trunk can be involved too. <laughs> the trunk? Nah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> while atheitosis may be continuous, it can get worse with attempts to control movement for example if a person with the condition tries to type on a computer keyboard they may have extreme difficulty controlling where their fingers land and how long they remain learning about the symptoms of atheitosis and what causes it can help you better understand if the condition is affecting you or someone you love symptoms of atheitosis um Signs and symptoms of atheitosis include slow involuntary um, writing, muscle movements, random and unpredictable changes in muscle movement, worsening symptoms with attempts at controlled movement. Um, number 14, difficulty with hearing or vision. 
This condition describes a movement dysfunction that's common in children with cerebral palsy. The disorder produces involuntary movements of the limbs of the body. These dysfunctional movements are often slow, rolling, and continuous in the individual. Um, The movement may also make a symmetrical and stable posture almost impossible for the child to achieve. Children who are dealing with the onset of athetosis may find that the same region of the body experience repeated problems with movement. Unfortunately, the symptoms of unstable movement may also become worse with attempts to control them. For example, if a person dealing with the disorder tries to type on a computer keyboard, may they may experience tremendous difficulty controlling the movement of their fingers and how long the fingers remain on the keys. Children who are experiencing the effects of this disorder require treatment through an occupational therapist to help them overcome the effects of athetosis on their movements. Finally, number 15, mental health conditions. Children who are dealing with the effects of cerebral palsy may also start to exhibit signs of mental health disorders. As the disease continues to degrade the cerebellum, the child may also have problems with learning and movement. As a result of the children in their class may start to include them for their issues. Children are highly sensitive to their surroundings. As a result of ridicule by their peers, they may begin to develop um, antisocial behavior. Research shows that children require integration into a social group before they are four years old. Failure to integrate into the social group before this, this stage of the development may result in changes in the child's psyche. Research shows that children who become antisocial at the age of four years old are highly likely to develop mental health disorders later in life. Depression, low self-esteem, and a neurotic personality or some of the mental health conditions facing children who develop cerebral palsy. If your child has CP, it's best to find them in an environment where they have support from others. Yeah, so that's 15 most common symptoms of cerebral palsy in the mental health check-in segment. So here we go. Now, I do want to touch on something, actually. So let's get into... Let's get into a little bit of transient news um, that I like to call the, um, hold on a second, hold on, uh, here we go, Um, the New York Mass Transit Files. Uh, main story of transit news has to do with an outage 
um, MTA to lose $50 million to bridge and, and tunnel tolls evaded, say Chief Lieber. Um, the MTA could lose some $50 million, million to drivers dodging tolls on New York City bridges and tunnels this year, according to agency Chief Jano Lieber, who slammed motorists for skewering their plates to, to evade the charges. This is an outrage when people intentionally obscure their license plates or buy a fake license plate from some other state that can't be traced to um, them to avoid paying the toll. Lieber told um, reporters during a press conference after the Metropolitan Transportation Authority's monthly board meeting on April 27th. The transit leader announced a blue ribbon panel Tuesday to combat evasion of MTA's transit fares and roads tolls, claiming it will cause the agency to lose out on more than $500 million this year. Um, <clears throat> okay, so um, let's see. Yeah, this year, about one tenth of which comes from lost revenue on its seven bridges and two tunnels i don't have all the exact figures at my fingertips but the toll loss is real it's something that it's something like in the 50 million dollar range said weavers um to wednesday we always talk about fair beating and fair evasion and it always seconds like it's only a crime on transit he added when you intentionally avoid paying the toll that way, that's wrong. That's wrong. And we should do something about that the same time as we're talking about fare evasion in the subway, bus, and commuter rail system. That's on top of $245 million the agency expects to lose this year through fare evasion on the subways, $205 million on on the buses and 25 million on the commuter um, railroads, according to the agency spokesman Aaron Donovan. The MTE's Office of Inspector General has in the past called the accuracy of the agency's fair evasion stats into question, but a spokesperson told AM New York Metro to Tuesday that they have incorporated the internal watchdog's recommendations to improve their data collection. Lieber hedged the fingers saying they were based on current rates. Um, there's a methodology the NCA has used, which has been upgraded over the time to sample fare evasion at different stations in a constant um, way. He said, it's not perfect science, but it's a sampling mythology. Um, hold on. <clears throat> mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> okay. So the share of drivers are skewing their plates is less than 1% of the more than 300 million vehicles crossing MTA's towing facilities, according to Daniel DiCrescenzo, uh, the president of the agency's Bridges and Tunnels Division. BNT has doled out some 
500 summonses for these violations so far this year. The head of the NTA subdictuary um, said, starting on Sunday, May 1st, of course, this already happened already. Um, the MTA will launch a multi-agency effort against drivers covering their plates, um, according to the Crescenzo, together with the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, which controls five bridges and tu- two tunnels between the two states, the NYPD, the city's sheriff's office, and the New York State Police. It's going to be a collective effort as we go, go after people that cover plates, the Crescenzo said. Part of the initiative will also be to teach drivers not to cover their plates. Some people think that a clear plastic cover uh, over a plate is legal. It's not legal. Some people think if they buy a license plate on Amazon for 50 bucks that says Jersey Girl, they can put it right on their vehicle, and that's illegal, said the Crescenzo. Watchdogs have also uncovered serial toll evaders with the MTAs on ranks. A senior bus supervisor dodged more than $100,000 in charges he owed to three separate tolling agencies the MTA Inspector General found last year. Obfuscated plates have cost the city some $75 million in possible fines for red light and speeding camera tickets, a recent report in the city found. The Port Authority did not provide a number or rate of drivers dodging tolls on its facilities, but spokesperson Amanda Kwan said in an email that the issue deprives the agency of many, many millions in revenue each year. The issue will become more important when MTA starts charging drivers to enter Manhattan below 60th Street once it implements the long-awaited Central Business District tolling program, also known as congestion pricing. Yeah, I don't know about that. But we'll see. We'll see. Remains to be seen. Um, yeah, um, all right, so, um, okay, we got a serious story we need to get to right here, um, all right, let's get into a little thing that I like to call chatting all the jazz. Okay, our first story has to do with what went down in Queens. Here's what's going on here, according to AM New York website, and of course, um, of course, um, you can hear the motorcycles and stuff. So, um, sorry about that. But police footage, um, uh, released footage Wednesday night of a wild beating outside a Queens McDonald's, in which a mob of youths beat two teenage girls, zapped them with an electric device following a social media spat. Three three suspects involved in this attack were apprehended, 
while a fourth individual remains at large, law enforcement sources said. The assault happened at about 1, no, excuse me, 4.15 p.m. on May 9th in the parking lot of the fast food joint at 8814 Springfield Boulevard in Queens Village. According to authorities, the four female suspects went on the attack as a result of a dispute that began on social media. The group took out their rage on the two girls ages 14 and 15. As shown in the video, the perpetrators pounced on the two girls raining blows upon them with their fists during the beatdown. One of their suspects discharged a conductive energy weapon at the pair. Um, hang on one second. The attacker, who's still at large, removed the 15-year-old girl's backpack, which contained $50 in cash as well as her ID and AirPods, while the suspect remained managed to flee, cops said. Three of her cohorts um, wound up being cuffed by responding um, 105th precinct officers. The assailants, ages 14, 16, and 17, were charged with, with assault and harassment. The 16-year-old girl was additionally booked for criminal possession of a weapon. The two victims, meanwhile, were brought by EMS to Cohen Children's Medical Center for treatment of injuries, including pain, swelling, lacerations, and bruising to the head and body. <coughs> Cops also released an image of the backpack thief involved in the beatdown. Damn! Anyone with information regarding... Um, her whereabouts can call Crime Stoppers at um, 1-800-577-TIPS for Spanish. Dial 888-57-PISTA. You can also submit tips online at crimestoppers.nypdonline.org or on the Twitter sphere, Twitter, um, NYPD Tips. All calls and messages are kept confidential. Okay, here we here we go. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, let me see what we got here. Um. All right, so we got another serious story. We got another serious story right here, and this involves a fight. At Roosevelt Field Mall, at all places, which I know that place very well. So we'll get into that right now, man. So this is crazy. It, this is very crazy. Um, here we go. So this is according to headtopics.com. So a fight sends shoppers scrambling at Roosevelt Field Mall. The video posted to social media shows shoppers running out of the mall in Garden City on Sunday afternoon. Um, a fight has sent panicked shoppers taking off 
in all directions. Video posted to social media shows shoppers running out of the mall um, in on Sunday afternoon. Some of them holding um, children and pushing strollers. Police said a large fight broke out near the Victoria's Secrets um, store at around 4 p.m. Um, there were no reports of injuries. This is crazy. There's gotta be more to this story too, man. Let's let's get let's get some more. Yeah, this is nuts. Um, yeah, this is really nuts right there, man. Um, yeah, yeah, this is ridiculous, man. I don't understand why people at all at all things, man. Like, why in the hell would you even? This is crazy. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna entertain this bullshit though. This is crazy. It's like my question would be. My question would be something like this. Out of all places, out of all places, like why do you want to have a fight on at a public place like Roosevelt Field Mall? Like, seriously? Seriously? Roosevelt Field Mall by Victoria's Secret? Which is which is the place I pass by all the time going to work and coming from work, though, man. Like, seriously. Like, you have to be really, really, really stupid to do some shit like that, man. That's stupid. That's really stupid right there to me. <laughs> That's stupid right there, man. Oh man. Um if, I, if there's any more develop developments and stuff like that, I'll bring it here on this New York podcast. So um anyway, um let's see. What else can we talk about here? Um oh we got another serious story. But it's strange. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute here. We got another one. We got another one. Hold on. I didn't forget that. <laughs> I did not forget that. Hold on. Wait a second here. Um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. A woman um, goes to the... Oh, all right. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, man. I've been reading to talk about this shit. I've been saving this shit for quite some time. Um, all right, so this is, this, is, this is according to Newsweek. This happened a couple of weeks ago. I ain't getting to cover this. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so some would call one woman's lack of flatulence around her partner a gas, but but ultimately led to an emergency hospital visit. <laughs> Irish barista on um, Kara um, Clark, age 19, reportedly had to, excuse me, 
had to get her appendix removed in the past week after two full years of holding in farts around her boyfriend, Kyle Duffy, age 21. Clark posted a TikTok video on March 29th on her account that has been viewed about 2.2 million times. My question is, what are you eating? What the fuck are you drinking and eating, man? To me, <laughs> yo, what the fuck are you eating, man? Seriously, like, serious, like, what the hell, man? <laughs> Whoa, yo, when I heard when I heard this topic, hold on a second. When I heard this topic off of the uh, the show on um, Higher Learning Podcast with um, Van Lathan Jr. and uh, Rachel Lindsay, I'm like, what in the world? Like, you got to be fucking kidding me. This is the stupidest shit. This is the stupidest shit that I ever heard in my life, man. Like, on some real shit. Like, like you got to get your shit together, man. Like, seriously, you really got to get your shit together. I know it may sound embarrassing for some people some folks out there but you know you you don't i don't think it's worth going to the hospital man you don't want to hold your shit for too long man because then that that really would create a, a massive stink bomb man <laughs> and you getting ready to fucking explode like a stick of dynamite All right, let's keep it going here. Okay, Clark told the Nottingham <laughs> Post that she developed extreme stomach pain while at work last Tuesday and immediately he went to the hospital. The Loof native says she discovered she had an, an infection that required the removal of the appendix before it burst, all seemingly because she would not pass gas in front of Duffy, who reportedly was dying laughing <laughs> at the reason, reasoning for surgery. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, but but I, I just find it so fucking ironic, man. I find it so ironic that <laughs> out of all things, like you, <laughs> you really have to, you really have to be kidding me, man. Like seriously, there's some other shit going on. <laughs> there's some other shit going on in the, in the in the whole United States of America. You're talking about farts, <laughs> but but I get it. But I get it. But it's kind of like. It's kind of like part of the whole. I needed a laugh anyway, man. So, 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 just, just, just bear with me, man. I needed a laugh on this shit, though. Um. Anyways, um. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh man, I do hold my farts, but I didn't think I would be in the hospital over it. She told the publication, I'm pretty easy going other than 
other than burps and farts. I was in so much pain. I couldn't hold in my tears. Oh, boy. I couldn't hold in my tears. My doctor said to me, I'm so, so sorry you are in so much pain. I was limping when I was walking all hunched over. At at the hospital, I started blaming my boyfriend because I do always hold my farts in around him. She continued, we've been together two years and it's still the case. He honestly didn't know what to say. He said, God, people are going to think you're afraid of everything with me. Mm. The short video included a picture of Clark and Duffy with text reading, me and my boyfriend doing everything comfortable and together. But the next image shows her laying in the hospital as the text reads, me having to get my appendix removed because I hold in my farts around him. Jeez. Damn. The video stirred up nearly 2,700 comments, many of which included women like Clark who do the same. Others said they loose, they let loose around their male partners without a care. Um, one user simply said, new fear unlocked. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> About five years together and that man has never heard me fart. One user commented. Okay, hold on a second, man. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Why does this shit remind me of what um I'm not even gonna say the person's name on here, but wh why does that remind me of of what are the what are the all um, messages in regards to National Poop Day? Like, what is that shit about? <laughs> why would you make a holiday about farts? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but. National Poop Day. <laughs> Yo. When I saw that, when I saw that, I was like, what in the world? <laughs> oh man. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um <laughs> hold on a second. Um <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, almost five years together in that man. Well, never mind. I would never make that sacrifice for a man, another said. I've held them in all my life around everyone. One woman commented, none of my friends and family have witnessed me letting one rip <laughs> since I was a baby. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit oh my gosh man <laughs> okay um the, the appendix listen folks i'm not laughing at the appendix part i'm laughing at the ridiculous idea that you're holding your farts for too damn long for years <laughs> years this is so fucking crazy to me man <laughs> I just find it. I just find it so weird and and so ironic that somebody will hold their shit for for more than two years. Two years, it's fucking unbelievable. 
<laughs> oh shit. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so the appendix is a thin tube connected to the large intestine and is located in the lower right part of the stomach or abdomen. For those those of you folks that don't know about this, I'm pretty sure you got taught about this in science class over the years. Johns Hopkins says that appendic appendicitis is a medical emergency due to the possibility of the organ bursting. Um, appendicitis can be caused by a viral infection, bacteria, or parasites in one's digestive um, tract or when the appendix is blocked or trapped by stool. Or it may happen when the tube that joins the that joins your um, large intestine and appendix is blocked or trapped by stool. Oh man! Healthline reports that a buildup of gas can cause sharp pains in the ab- abdominal area. Adding that gas pain tends to be short-lived and usually does not require medical attention. However, it is noted that passing gas can help alleviate the possibility of abdominal pain and appendicitis occurring altogether. Clark said that um, when she arrived at the hospital, it was instantly known that she had appendicitis. Give me one second while I'll take a sip of water to calm this belly of mine. All right, um, all right, um, okay, um, yeah, wait, 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 where did I leave off? Wait, um, all right, yeah, I did read that part right there. Anyway, so Clark said that when she arrived at the hospital, it was instantly known that she has appendicitis. Whether whether or not gas buildup causing the condition was the cause or just a coincidence remains a mystery. She said the emergency conducted last Thursday hasn't hectic and that it went well. At this stage, I'll just have to let it out from now on. She quit. Clark added, she was stunned that her TikTok video went viral. I did not expect this response at all. She admitted, Kyle just basically called and knew I'd posted the TikTok video. We always take take the piss out of each other. I didn't expect it to go viral overnight. Whew, wow. Okay. That was kind of scary and a little funny at the same time. I can't. I I have to admit though. <laughs> I have to admit though, man. That shit is a little weird and funny at the same time. But you know what I'm saying. But the appendix part and all the other stuff, man. That's like a science lesson to actually learn here, folks. Um, you know what I'm saying. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So let's we're gonna get into another story in just a second 
Um, hang on a second. Um, yeah, let's get into another story real quick. Um, okay. Okay, we can talk about um the 31 years. Hold on. Hold on. Let's talk Mike Tyson for a sec, man. That's one of the reasons why. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this, man. And and this is where um and this is where I come in with the um extra crispies part. So let's 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 get into this, man. Um okay, so this is according to Yahoo Sports.com. SportsYahoo.com. Um, okay, so this is what's going on here. Um, Mike Tyson would not face charges stemming from his altercation with the with a passenger on a jet blue flight last month. A California district attorney announced on Tuesday, San Mateo County District Attorney Steve Wag. Wagstaff um, reviewed police reports and videos of the incident that occurred on a flight from San Francisco International Airport to Florida on April 20th. In a TMZ video that went viral, the former heavyweight champion is seen standing in front of a seat and punching a passenger, passenger near the window. The passenger has not been identified both he and tyson age 55 requested no charges be filed wagstaff said in a statement via nbc news um yesterday afternoon the san francisco um mateo county district attorney's office concluded its review of the case involving mike tyson at the san francisco airport on april 20th 2022 and the allegations that he committed a misdemeanor battery against another passenger on an airplane while waiting at the terminal prior to departure. Our decision is that we will not file any any charges against Mr. Tyson based on the circumstances surrounding the confrontation. These include the conduct of the victims leading up to the incident, um, the interaction between Mr. Tyson and the victim, as well as the request of both the victim and Mr. Tyson that no charges be filed in this case. The video shared by TMZ was presented in three parts. The passenger sitting behind Tyson and appearing to harass him. Tyson punching the passenger and the passenger making a mock pouncing face to Tyson filming the entire thing. Well, you know what though, man? The the idiot deserved a fucking a fucking knuckle sandwich extra crispy. Okay. You, you can't be harassing somebody, man, like like a Mike Tyson or a fucking or a fucking um or a fucking celebrity or whatever. Whether it's on a flight, whether it's on a fucking um train, bus, whatever. Like Come on, man! Like, like the idiot deserved that shit, man. And, and and I'm not even gonna say I'm not even gonna say he's a fucking um I'm not gonna say he's a heckler. He's more of a um he's more of a harasser and an antagonist too. So, <laughs> like seriously, this is just so fucking ridiculous right there of what he just did, man. And I'm sorry, and I'm sorry that Mike Tyson experienced this. I tell you what, this was an unfortunate. An unfortunate circumstance or whatever 
that he had the right to defend himself anyway. So he he did what he did to defend himself. Now, like I said before, I'm not really condoning violence, man. But if a person is harassing you or whatever case scenario may be, you're at a breaking point where you're about to pop goes the weasel until the weasel go pop like a stick of dynamite. Yeah, there you go right there, man. I just had to do it. <laughs> Yo, I had to do it though, man. But but anyway, um <laughs> oh man. So the man had a few cuts on his head and reportedly was seen by medics at the work. He spoke with police, but a San Francisco Police Department spokesman told ESPN's Mike um Cappinger the passenger provided minimal details and refused to cooperate. Uh, Tyson's camp said the passenger was harassing him on the flight and had thrown a water bottle at him. Unfortunately, Mr. Tyson had an incident on a flight with an aggressive passenger. Yeah, an aggressive passenger who began harassing him and threw a water bottle at him while he was in his seat, a spokesperson for Tyson told ESPN. Tyson last fought professionally in 2005, but took part in an exhibition match in November 2020. The case involving the JetBlue flight incident is now closed. Um, so, yeah. That's actually, that's actually a good thing that he defended himself. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. This is like a lesson to 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 a to anybody out there that's actually doing this shit, though, man. Um, <laughs> this is so fucking ridiculous, right there, man. Um, so anyway, man, that's a good lesson to to learn right here. Okay. Um, now. I didn't know it's been 31 years so far when when um Gangstar came out with his LP. Uh, I don't know if how many I don't know how many people are still making LPs these days, but um I don't know how many people are making LPs these days though, man. But um this is just um I wow um yeah, wait a second, folks. I need to look at this. Um, yeah, here we go. And this is according to source, and this was from last week. Um, so today in hip hop history, Gangstar's third LP, Daily Operation, turns thirty years old. Let's make some noise for Gangstar. And his um LP. Okay, nothing beats a classic rap record, and a few MCs were dropping them on the regular, quite like legendary '90s rap duo Gangstar. The group consisting of Guru 
holding things down on the mic and DJ Premier handling the head bumping production. Dropped six albums in their career before calling it quits in 2003. While a reunion album was reportedly planned, unfortunately, Guru passed away on April 19th. Damn, that sucks, man. Damn, that's gonna suck, though, man. Yeah. Yeah, April 19th, 2010, the project could could be completed or properly executed overall. While the hip-hop community definitely took a blow due to the loss, the work they did create while recording together influenced the game, the genre in ways that we're still seeing today. One LP that specifically represents Gangstar's influential legacy is their third album, Daily Operation, which celebrates its thirty its thirtieth anniversary today. Comprised of jazz teen samples and lyrics that illustrated life in the streets of New York City during the early 90s, Daily Operations saw Gangstar striding smoothly towards the legendary status that we now place the group in today. The project is East Coast inspired through and through, from recording the LP entirely at the dearly missed DND studios on West 37th Street in Midtown Manhattan, New York, all the way to Lamenting about Brooklyn on the opening track, the, the Place We Dwell. Other standout cuts include I'm the Man, featuring the solely credited cameos by Group Home, member Lil Dap and Gerald the Damager by no excuse me BYS um cleverly um abbreviated for um bust your shit and the lead singer X girl to next girl that gave us one of the most 90s looking music videos ever created um the key to gangstar is that while none of their albums ever crossed top five status of the Billboard 200, their highest placement happened in 1998 when Moment of Truth hit number six. Sales were never the thing that represented their effect on the game. The music always came first and foremost. Daily Operation received all sorts of critical acclaim nonetheless, and we even included it on our 100 best rap albums list for the sources 100 no 100th issue uh, which took place in january 1998 so while it only reached number 65 on the billboard um 200 and fared slightly better on the top r&b hip-hop albums chart at number 14 those numbers mean nothing when compared to the slick versus smooth yet rugged instrumentals and thought-provoking bars that still makes this album a certified classic 
almost three decades after its original release. Yeah, 30th anniversary, um, um, Sleep in Paradise to, um, to Guru. It's unfortunate that he passed. It's understandable. And, um, let me give a shout out who, whoever came in. Yeah, Ty Kais, what's up with you? Thank you for joining the live stream. Appreciate you. Um, and, um. If, if any of y'all have any comments about the topic that's being discussed or whatever, um, of course, you can feel free to jump into the comments in the Instagram live feed and, of course, um, you know, the YouTube as well. Um, yeah, so um, let's see. What else can we, okay, what else can we talk about in music? Okay. We got some more music news. Here we go. We got some more music news to cover. Hang on a second. Now, yeah, we got some more music news. Let's get into the Wu-Tang Clan, shall we? Um, yeah, so. Okay. Um. All right, so Wu-Tang Clan announces Wu-Tang Forever 25th Anniversary Collection. Wu-Tang Clan uh, released its covered, covered double album, Wu-Tang Is Forever, in 1997. To commemorate its 25th anniversary, Get On Down and Legendary Recordings um, have released an anniversary collection that includes the original album, a lyric booklet, Silver Colors 7-inch single of Triumph, um, in a picture sleeve and reissue of the double cassette in a slip case. In addition, the group will deliver a set of three digital um, EPs, um, Reunited, the remixes, It's Yours and Triumph, featuring previously out-of-print Forever Era remixes, edits, instrumentals, and on. On an archived original single cover art, cover art, they are currently available on digital streaming platforms. Method Man, Rizza, Jizza, Capadonna, Ghostface Killer, Inspector Deck, Mr. Killer, You Got, Raekwon the Chef, and the late great Old Dirty Bastard exploded on the New York City hip hop scene in 1993 with, with Enter the Wu Tang Clan. The Wu Tang 36 Chambers, an album that quickly put them on the map. Their sophomore album, the aforementioned Wu Tang is Forever, would arrive four years later with the now classes such as Triumph and It's Yours. Um, the, the project debuted at number one on the Billboard um, 200 chart with over 612,000 copies sold in its first week just four months after its release forever was certified four times platinum by the recording industry association of america and has gone on to sell over two million copies in the united states making it the Wu's highest selling album to date it also earned the group a grammy award nomination for the best rap album at the 40th annual um, Grammy Awards. 
Let's make some noise for that right here, man. Yeah, um, Wu-Tang Clan and Nas are hitting the road together later this year as part of the New York State of Mind tour. Named after Nas' classic Illmatic track, the 25-city uh, track kicks off in St. Louis, Missouri on August 30th and wraps up in Los Angeles, California on October 4th. With stops in cities such, such as Toronto, Atlanta, and Houston, New Yorkers are out of luck. Whoa. They're really out of luck? Are you serious? Damn. So far, there aren't any dates booked in the Big Apple, although there are two stops in nearby New Jersey, one at the Waterfront Music um, Pivion in Camden on September 8th, and another at New York um, Prudential Center on September 13th. Damn, not New York? <laughs> Damn. That's crazy, man. I mean, I mean, if you re I mean, they are from Staten Island, of course. Well, some of the members are from Staten Island. Some of them, uh, um, I forget which one that's not from Staten Island. I'm not too sure. I'm not going to get into it right now. But anyway, so pre-order the 25th anniversary items here and find tickets to the um, New York State of Mind tour here. Last but not least, revisit the album above. Okay, um, now hold on a second. I'm going to click on that right there. So that way you, you, you folks out there who want to go, um, we get an idea what I'm talking about here. And this is nuts. Um... So this is the getdown.com collections Wu Tang. They got like mad, they got like mad stuff right here. So um they got um classic records. Um they have it's a lot that they have. They got um Zarface, <laughs> uh Raekwon the Chef. Um, of course, you could check. I mean, Genius, aka the Jizza. Um, of course, you could check out um, the website getondown.com/slash collections and and Wu Tang on the side. All right. Um, all right. So let's get into. Um, Hang on a second here. Now, before I even get into the um, Black on Transcendent Shadow segment, um, let's get into um, new albums that's coming up. All right. So, of course, obviously coming up, coming up um, next week, of course, um, of course, um, Mama's Gun EP Key. Now, I wasn't aware about the Onyx versus everybody. I wasn't aware about Onyx versus um, Cypress Hill. I was not aware of that. So I didn't get a chance to watch that. So I'll probably, you know, cover that in a future episode. So um, I will I will be glad to bring that to you. So 
May 18th, Soda and Syrup, Big Baby Gucci. Um, May 20th, Ray Ray's son, Stunner for Vegas, Killing Nothing, Boldy James, and Real Batman. Um, things with wings. Eric Doa. Um, Die About It, Lil Nar. Hypnos, Raven Lene. And of course, Chasing Euphoria, not to be confused with the TV show, folks. Um, we have M. Honcho. We got M. Honcho right here. And we have um Hit Girl Dreezy and Hit Boy Um Goat YNWB Slime. May 27th, Blanco 5, Millie's, Forest in the City, um, Yumi, Nothing to Declare, 700 Bliss, DJ Haran, and More Mother. Read the, read the Room, Jason Cash, um, Scorcher, Sean Paul, and May 28th, A Love Letter to You, 5. Trippy red. All right. Um, okay, so now let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see what else we can get to here before I go on. Um, um yes, um all right, let's get to Get to this one segment that I didn't get a chance to talk that I get a chance to do for a very long time. And 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 you folks probably know or not about this segment right here that I am about to do. Um this is this is this is basically about Wu Tang and their and their clothing in 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 their clothing line ventures. Which I didn't even know about. So um let's get into let's get into a little thing that I like to call black owned trendsetter shout outs. Let's make some noise for Wu Tang for creating a quarter line and of course doing what they do best. Of course, Wu Tang is coming to Fortnite, but not in the way fans might think. Um, while the legendary rap group won't serve as playable characters in the hit video game, players will be able to purchase Wu Tang merch in the game's item shop beginning on April twenty third, um, which was at eight p.m. Eastern. Two different outfits will be available among the accessories, like. Reactive backpacks featuring Wu Tang's signature hand emotes. Fortnite has been in my household for years. Legendary Wu Tang member Rizza said in a statement, "It's been a pleasure enjoy watching the game evolve while becoming the go-to pastime. This collaboration is a um, multi-generational drip of swag and cool. If you say is true, Fortnite." And Wu Tang could be um, fort, fort, fort dangerous 
<laughs> for dangerous. <laughs> for dangerous. Oh shit. That's a new one. Um, Wu Tang's entry into Fortnite is the latest latest instance of musical artists making their way into the digital world. The game has previously housed in-game concerts from Ariana Grande and Travis Scott and even featured a Coachella crossover. An, an estimated 12.3 million Fortnite players turned in for Scott's astronomical concert, shattering the streaming record for the game. Prior to Scott, the record was held by EDM DJ DJ Marshmallow. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh man, who who gave in in an in game um concert to 10.7 million fans in February 2019? Scott used the Fortnite stage to debut his hits um sicko mode, as well as his kick cutty collab, The Scots, with a lot of fans tuning in as a result of the slandemic stay at home quarantine orders. Of course, you can check out the Wu Tang merch that will be featured in the game below. Um, also in Wu Tang Clan news, speaking of clothing lines, speaking of clothing lines, um, they also have a website that you can check out too. Um, okay, they their website is um, okay as you can see on the website, um. They have hoodies. They have um. They have like you know um albums that's on there, and of course, obviously, they featured the TV show, which is Wu Tang and American Saga, um, and uh, and that's crazy that they put the Wu Tang X Cadillac, and of course, the Wu Tang discography with all their work on there, um. And um, and of course their dates. Hold on a second here. Hold on a second here. Um, yeah, they have some dates though, which is nuts that New York is not included. Oh my gosh! So of course, obviously, um, so obviously it's the 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 event of the tourist. Um, actually, I think it starts Saturday, June 25th, Summerfest 2022, Milwaukee, um, Milwaukee, um, Wisconsin. Thursday, June 30th, Lake Town Shakedown 2022, Lake, um, what is it? Lake Cowichan, Canada. Saturday, July 2nd, PNE, um, Offit. Alfi Theater, Vancouver, Canada, Saturday, July 30th, um, um Mongrel's um Desert Festival 2022, Fragger, Spain. Um Tuesday, August 30th, Hollywood Casino, Alfi Theater, Maryland Heights, um, Missouri, September 1st of Thursday, um, Ruoff Music Center, Nobleville, Nobleville, Noblesville. Um, Indiana, or is it Indianapolis? Not sure. 
Um, Friday, September 2nd, Hollywood Casino, Amphi Theater, um, Tinley Park, um, Illinois. Saturday, September 3rd, Pine Knob Music Theater, Clarkston, um, Missouri. Sunday, September 4th, Budweiser Stage, Toronto, Canada, where Drake is from. Wednesday, September 7th, Blossom Music Center, um, what is it, um, what is it? Koya Hoga Falls, Ohio. Thursday, September 8th, Freedom Mortgage um, Pavian. <laughs> Whoa! Freedom Mortgage! Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> this is so fucking weird to me. Oh, man. But anyway, Camden, New Jersey is where it's going to take place September 8th. Friday, September 9th, Xfinity Theater, Hartford, Connecticut. Saturday, September 10th, um, Xfinity Center, Mansfield, um, Massachusetts. Tuesday, September 13th, Prudential Center, New York, New Jersey. Wednesday, September 14th, Veterans United Home Loans, FI Theater at Virginia Beach, Virginia. Friday, September 16th, Jiffy Lube Live, uh, Bristow, Virginia. Um, September, Saturday, September 17th, Coastal Credit Union Music Park at Walnut Creek, uh, Ray, Ray North Carolina. Sunday, September 18th, PNC Music Pavion, Charlotte, North Carolina. Tuesday, September 20th, I think Financial Amphi Theater, West Palm Beach, Florida. Wednesday, September 21st, Mid-Florida Credit Union Amphi Theater, Tampa, Tampa, Florida. Thursday, September 22nd, Lakewood Amphi Theater, Atlanta, Georgia. Saturday, September 24th, Toy Toyota Center, Houston, Texas. Sunday, September 25th, Germania Insurance Amphi Theater, Austin, Texas. Monday, September 26th, Dos Ecos Pavion, Pavion, Dallas, Texas. Thursday, September 29th, AK Chin Pavion, Phoenix, Arizona. Friday, September 30th, Five Point Amphi Theater, Irving, um, Irving, California. Saturday, October 1st, Oakland Arena, Oakland, California. Sunday, October 2nd, Toyota F. M5 Theater, uh, Wheatland, <laughs> Wheatland, California. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Um, Tuesday, October fourth, Hollywood Bowl, Los Angeles, California. Of course, you can go to their website, WuTangClanShop.com. Of course, where you can get your tickets and and the clothes that they have. So there you go. All right. Um. Now we're gonna go into. We're gonna go into. Um. Now we're gonna go into a little something something. Now hang on one minute. Now we're gonna go to the movie man cave popcorn segment right here.
Yes, according to Variety. And this is basically about the summer movie guide, the most anticipated titles from Jurassic World Dominion to Nope. All right, so here we go. Movies are back in a big way, and after two slandemic plague years, we're ready to celebrate their return. Doctor Strange and the multi in the multiverse multiverse of madness kicked off um summer blockbuster season with record breaking season with with record breaking numbers showing audiences are more than ready to return to theaters, especially for larger than life superhero spectacles from the likes of Marvel and DC. Obviously, Top Gun Maverick. Thor, Love and Thunder, and Jurassic World Dominion are likely to draw the most moviegoers this summer. But there's also plenty of choices for families like Lightyear and Minions, The Rise of Guru, which I was told that there's going to be a Buzz Lightyear movie, and and I suppose Chris Pratt is going to take over the Buzz Lightyear role um, over Tim Allen. So for those not tempted by superheroes or dinosaurs counter programming plays include good luck to you leo grande and where the crawdads sing along with horror titles like nope i don't understand this movie so (laughs) oh one new wrinkle is that movie theaters are adding a surcharge for the biggest movies so filmgoers might pay a premium of one dollar or two dollars more for the hottest titles this summer think top gun maverick and um or jurassic world dominion if those prices include induce sticker shock there are plenty of significant titles premiering on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, HBO Max, and Disney Plus. So whether you feel like a night out of, out on the town or it's more of a couch potato kind of evening, there will be fresh cinema selections to select to look for to all summer long. Of course, obviously, Doctor Strange and the Matt multi multiverse of madness came out already i'll get to that after um i'll get to it so sam raimi's horror-filled doctor strange sequel has already made a splash at the box office landing that landing the 11th domestic opening of all time like spider-man no way home before it the movie has several shocking cameos that marvel fans fans will surely love and it cracks open the mcu's multiverse to set the stage for future universe crossing movies rammy's eye-opening visuals and danny elfman's thunderous score are best experience on the big screen and the movie will arrive on disney plus to stream at home in the coming months oh man so operation mincemeat oh gosh um colin firth and on Lauren McFadden star in the World War II drama surrounding two British intelligence officers as they attempt to use a corpse rigged 
with fake documents to trick the Nazis and divert Axis forces away from the future Allied um, assault in Sicily. The film directed by John Madden is is based on a true story and will have a limited release on May 6th in select theaters before a full release on Netflix on May 11th. <sighs> Not the Nazis, man. <laughs> this is... This, this is what happens when you when you think of the when you think of the fucking Nazis, man. Like they they everybody knows that they are viewed as bad guys and stuff. So this is how I feel about that right there. Not something I want to see actually. So there it is. Oh man. (laughs) Anyway, man. So um most recent movie Firestarter came out on Friday the 13th, which I had to work on Friday the 13th. And no, I'm not jinxed on any bad luck, folks. So don't get it twisted. (laughs) Oh man. Anyway, Stephen King's um, 1980s um, horror novel about a young girl with scary telekinetic powers get the remake treatment. The original adaptation in the 80s classic starring Drew Barrymore and George C. Scott. So I can't believe he's playing a dad star. Um, Zach Efron has his work cut out for him. Luckily, director Keith Thomas Helm the very scary 2021 religious themed horror film the virgil so he's he's sure to add a key spark to this modern retelling you know what this movie reminds me of folks this movie reminds me of the uh it reminds me of the the fucking carrie movie remake <laughs> you know what i'm saying it reminds me of that shit though man <laughs> like I feel like they copied. I feel like they copied off of Carrie, man. The rated R movie. They copied off of this shit, man. Like, <laughs> like I'm not too sure if I'm gonna actually. You know what? I don't know if I'm gonna review that or whatever. But um, you know, we'll see what happens, man. Um, we'll see. So, Downtown Abbey: A New Era, May twentieth. Um, three years after the first film. It's six years after the hit TV drama ended its sixth season. Awarding award-winning run. The British the British are coming back for um Downtown Abbey, a new era. Half the Crawley clan heads to the south of France to investigate the Dowager Countess um Maggie Smith, newest inheritance of Villa. The charming secret cements Mary as the family's um, new matriarch, um, which is Michelle Dockery, um, who stays behind to oversee a movie being shot in Downton. <laughs> Men. Um, of course, it comes out May 20th. Alex Garland has emerged as one of the strongest directors of science fiction thanks to Ex Machina. 
and Annihilation, but he pivots towards more horror territory with his latest release, Men. Oscar nominee Jesse Buckley stars as a grieving woman who becomes haunted by a strange masculine presence while trying to find peace in a remote town. I got two words for this shit. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> for this damn movie right here, man. Like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Like this is this is one strange. This is the strangest, strangest, strangest film that I ever even heard of. But anyway, man. Um <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. Um yeah. Garland turns up the body horror and allegorical twist in what is surely to go down as one of the most polarizing movies of 2022. <laughs> oh my gosh. The people from Jackass is at it again. Jackass 4.5 May 20th. How about that? <laughs> How about that? And I bet you, and I bet you they're going to be busting their ass once again. So here we go. So consisting of unused footage from this year's hit Jackass Forever, Johnny Knoxville, Steve, Steve-O, Chris um, Pontius, Dave England, Wee Man, and the whole gang are set to return for a stitched together feature length OD to in- injuring yourself creatively. Eric Andre, who appeared briefly in Forever, is slated to show up and show up more in 4.5, which is headed directly to Netflix. <laughs> oh man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Y'all probably remember this cartoon, right? Um, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers that used to come out years ago. Now you're gonna see that it's going to be made into a movie, which is gonna come out May 20th. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> okay, Andy Sandberg and John Milani bring the iconic chipmunks Chippendale to life in the this Disney Plus movie that blends live-action cartoon animation and CGI thanks to a CGI surgery in the movie. <laughs> CGI work. Wait, CGI surgery? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. CGI surgery? Okay, that's the first time I ever heard this. This is the first time I ever heard about this. <laughs> So, um, 30 years after the original real-life Rescue Rangers show ended, Chip and Dale find themselves trying to relieve their glory days of a disappearance and rekindle their longtime friendship. This should be interesting, man. This should be interesting, actually. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, big talk about Top Gun Maverick, May 24th, Tom Cruise hops 
hops into the cockpit, <laughs> literally for the Top Gun sequel, which introduced Bradley Wooster, <laughs> Bradshaw, Miles Teller, the son of Nick Goose Bradshaw. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anthony Edwards in the original movie, just like his Mission Impossible's Mission Impossible's franchise, Cruz performs nearly all of his stunts himself, nearly no adding to the intensity and authenticity of the jaw-dropping sequences. Okay. Um emergency. May 27th. Sabrina Carpenter and RJ um, Siler star in this set satirical comedy about three college students who, when they find a woman unconscious in their apartment after a long night of partying, are forced to get the stranger to safety without drawing suspicion from the police, who they fear will suspect the trio of wrongdoing. The film will have a limited release in theater in select theaters on May 20th, before a full release on Prime Video on May 27th. Mm, not really something I want to see. Now, I've been hearing about this Bob's Burgers movie. Hold on a minute. Let's make some noise for let's make some noise for this, man. Because Bob's Burgers, the TV cartoon, is my favorite. And I'm actually gonna really consider, you know, doing doing a review on it in a, in a future episode of my other show, Meticulous Vajus Podcast. So let's make some noise for the Bob's Burgers movie coming out May 27th. Yes, the Belchers are heading to the big screen in this feature-length movie based on the popular burger-flipping animated Fox series. Bob, Linda, Tina, Jean, and Louise Belcher have their summer plans ruined by a mysterious sinkhole that opens up in front of their restaurant and puts their family business in jeopardy. What in the actual fuck? Okay, you really, you really, you rarely hear, you rarely hear stories about, you know, you know, fast food parlors, you know, having a sink, a, a fucking sinkhole issue in front of the store. But in this movie, it's a little, it's a little obvious, it's a little obvious, but you know, it's kind of like you're using your imagination on things, you know what I'm saying? So that's just basically what that is. So, so May 27th. The Boz Burger movie is coming out. So make sure you go check out that movie, which is PG-13. Just like the Simpsons movie that came out years ago, PG-13. So there you go. Okay, Crimes of the Future, June 3rd. <laughs> it's been nearly eight years since David Cronenberg's last feature film. Los Angeles um, bar burner maps to the stars and he seems to be thundering back with a vengeance Ooh! and it couldn't come any sooner as the world seems even more um cronenbergian by any day crimes of the future bears the same name of one of the director's first features returning the filmmaker to the body horror he's partic particularly Practically, 
rather, become synonymous with starring regular collaborator Viggo Mortensen alongside Leah Sado and Kristen Stewart. Cronenberg should still have plenty to say about the doom of humanity's own revolution, or as he put it, I have unfinished business with the future. Ooh, boy. Yeah, you know what that's you know what that shit means. <laughs> oh man, this this is so fucking laughable, man. Um, hold on one second here. Oh, we got one hour and 48 minutes. Okay, cool. Um, let's get through this, man. So, Fire Island, um, next movie, June 3rd, dubbed the gay version of Jane Austen's Pride and, Ju- and hold on, Pride and Prejudice. Fire Island follows two best friends who embark on a vacation to the famous destination island where plenty of antics ensue, directed by Andrew N. Fire Island stars Joe, Joe Kim Booster, Bowen Yang, Conrad uh, Rikamora, and Margaret Cho, who is in the TV show um, Good Trouble. Phantom of the Opera, June 3rd, the adaptation of the New York Broadway um, musical. The This golf dramedy from Walsh director Craig Roberts, previously seen starring in Richard Ayoade, Ayoade's 2011 film Submarine, follows the true story of shipyard worker, excuse me, shipyard worker um, Maurice on. Um, Fitchcroft, who, having never played a round of golf in his life, entered the 1976 British Open and subsequently shot the worst opening round in Open history, becoming a folk hero in the process. The film, which stars Mark um, Rylance as uh, as Fitchcroft and Sally Hawkins as his wife, Jean, will be released in the United States on June 3rd. Hustle, June 8th. Adam Sandler's. It's been quite a while have, since we seen last seen him in Uncut Gems, the rated R movie. Um, Netflix tenure has been defined by dopey comedies like Mr. Murder Mystery and Sandy Wexler that rank as some of the worst efforts of his character. Fortunately, the comedian's streaming roster is about to get a shakeup of with Hustle, directed by Jeremiah Zagger, um, whose sensitive indie directorial debut, We the Animals, is about as far from your typical Sandler Netflix movie as you could expect. The film stars Sandler as a struggling NBA scout who gets a shot at redemption after Discovering a young basketball phenom with a checkered past, Queen Latifah co-stars. 
And of course, Jurassic World Dominion, June 10th. For some reason, after almost 30 years, dinosaurs and humans still can't figure out a way to get along. Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, and original stars Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum return to put a stop to the dino mayhem and the finale to the Jurassic World trilogy. Halftime, June 14th. This documentary from Jennifer Lopez is set to give an in-depth and personal look at the life of the global superstar from her acting career to her musical stardom. Halftime will premiere June 14th exclusively on Netflix. Oh, boy. A remake of Father of the Bride? Are you serious? Really? Really, though? This 2022 remake of of classic film Father of the Bride focuses on a Cuban-American patriarch who panics when he finds out his daughter is getting married. Set to stream on HBO Max, the comedy drama stars Andy Garcia, Gloria Estefan, um, Adria Arjona, who was in the Morbius, the Morbius movie, Isabella um, Merce, and the Diego Bonetta and Chloe um, Feynman. <sighs> Why are you messing with the fucking classic movies, man? <laughs> are you fucking serious? <laughs> oh, shit. Official competition, June 17th. Penelope Cruz and Antonio Banderas star in this Spanish Argentine comedy as two egomaniacs are commissioned by a millionaire to make an art film together. This behind-the-scenes satire of movie making will premiere in select theaters on June 17th. Of course, the Buzz Lightyear titled Lightyear, June 17th. If you thought you knew Buzz Lightyear's entire story from just the Toy Story franchise, think again. Chris Evans is here to deliver the origin story for the human astronaut who inspired the Buzz Lightyear toys that would eventually wind up in Andy's bedroom in the previous Pixar movies. Yes, so that's coming out um, June 17th. Lightyear, June 17th. So be sure you check that out. Cha-Cha, real smooth, June 17th. Cooper Rafe, the actor, writer, and director on Wonderkind behind cult, wait, cult college romance shithouse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, oh, this is fucking hilarious has returned with an even more warm and fuzzy coming-of-age film. <laughs> Slacker Jew uh, falls into a job as a bar mitzvah party host and falls hard for a young mother, um, played by Dakota Johnson, who is trying to figure her life out. Although there is a great supporting cast newcomer, Vanessa um, Bargart, Leslie Mann, and Brad Garrett are... Um, Stand standouts. 
Uh, of course, Brad Garrett was in Everybody Loves Raymond, and that um, and that one food commercial. Um, <laughs> um, this two hand hander coast of off the chemistry between Rafe and Johnson, um, whose electricity could power a small town. Spiderhead, June 17th, from Joseph Kaninsky, director of Top Gun, Maverick, and Oblivion, comes this psychological theory, no, excuse me, psychological thriller starring Chris Hemsworth, who plays Thor, and Miles Teller as two inmates with, who form a connection while grappling with their past in a set in the state of the art penitentiary where convicts are offered the chance to volunteer as medical subjects in hopes of shortening their sentences. The film, which also stars Journey Smollett and B.B. Betancourt, is set to premiere on Netflix on June 17th. Oh, shit. That, that, has, to be, that has to be the scariest shit ever, man. Good luck to you. Leo Grande, um, June 17th, um, in this deftly executed perceptive comedy, Emma Thompson plays a widowed teacher who hires a sex worker played by Daryl McCormick. After they meet in the hotel, they slowly get to know one another as she rediscovers her sexuality while he masterfully performs the caring partner role he's paid to play the black phone june 24th ethan hawk goes pure evil playing a child kidnapper in the latest adaptation of a story by stephen king's son joe hill of course obviously horns amc's um nos for a two doctor strange and sinister director Scott Derrickson helms this return to horror, which focuses on the kidnapper's latest target, a young team who can communicate with previous victims and tries to escape captivity. Delayed due to delayed due to the slam damn it, the black the black phone received strongly early reviews in 2021. <sighs> wow. Okay, why would you name a, a movie called Black Phone? Where's the fucking telephone? <laughs> Where's the fucking telephone, man? I don't get it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a pedophilia movie. I can't even watch that shit, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Marcel Shell with shoes on on June 24th. Um Jenny Slate voices the the googly eye shell in the stop motion mockumentary. <laughs> mockumentary. based on her shorts with Dean Fle Fleischer Camp 
that took the internet by storm in 2010 and spawned two children's books. The A24 of animated movie, which finds Marcel and his grandmother, Connie, um, played by Isabella uh, Rossellini. As the subjects of a documentary was a hit with critics following its um, Telerude Ride Film Festival debut. Obviously, okay, so someone told me about this Elvis movie, which I didn't even know they was going to go through with this. So Elvis, June 24th, Austin Butler is the king of rock and roll and bass um. Lorman's um, much-anticipated biopic, focusing on the childhood and early career of the seminal rock icon. The musical takes a close look at his relationship with his manager, Tom Parker, played by Tom Hanks. Um, Mr. Malkin, Mr. Malkin's List, July 1st, directed by um, first-time feature filmmaker Emma Holly Jones. This period romantic comedy based on Suzanne's Elaine stars soap um the Risu as Mr. Malcolm, a wealthy and elegant man looking for a bride who meets all the qualifications he has on his list. Um the film which has been described as a mix between Bridgerton and Pride and, and no, not Pride and Justice, but Pride and um, Prejudice will be released on July 1st and also stars Frida Pinto, Zawe Ashton, Theo James, and Ashley Park. The Forgiven, July 1st, Jessica Chastain, Ralph Fiennes, and Maximus stars star in this adaptation of Lawrence Osborne's um, acclaimed mystery novel about the effects of a random accident on their on the lives of the local Muslims and Western visitors who are staying at the luxurious desert villa for a weekend long party set in the high Atlas Mountains of Morocco. The film is set to be released on July 1st in theaters. Um, of course, obviously, hold on a second. There's so much more, man. Um, you know what? Here, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to stop right there. Hold on. One more. I'm going to, I'm going to stop right there. I'll cover the rest next time. So, Minions, The Rise of Gru, um, July 1st. Sure to the light stoners and children alike, the millions have returned after an absence um, lengthened by COVID. This second chapter of the saga is a prequel to the Despicable Me series and features the lovable little weirdos helping a teenage group uh, played by Steve Carell to develop his inner villain. The colors are bright. The voice cast is stacked, of course, Taraji P. Henson, Michelle Yale, Jean-Claude Van Damme. And the physical comedy is joyful. There's no choice but to surrender to the minions. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. I am going to cover the rest of it um, in the next episode. I want to get to 
the Doctor Strange and how it became number one in the box office. So I'm going to talk about that right now. Um. Okay. Um. Okay. So, um. So Doctor Strange conquers. No, excuse me. It conjures up biggest opening of 2022. Um, the summer movie season is off to a blockbuster start thanks to Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. The superhero extravaganza grossed an estimated $185 million in ticket sales in its first weekend in, in U.S. and Canadian theaters the Walt Disney Cold said Sunday okay so hold on a second hold on a second uh hold on a second here all right here we go not only did it more than double the opening of the first Doctor Strange, which opened to $85 million in 2016. It's also the biggest opener of the year, ahead of the Batman's $134 million, the second biggest of the slandemic behind Spider-Man No Way No Spider-Man Far From Home, $260.1 million, and the sixth biggest of all time globally. Internationally, it's doing even better with an estimated $265 million since opening Wednesday. In total, Doctor Strange 2 has already made $450 million. Spider-Man is at least partially to thank for the massive debut. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch, powerful sorcerer, appeared prominently in Spider-Man no way home which has become the third biggest movie of all time since opening in december doctor strange 2 picks up several months after the events of no way home and brings in elizabeth olsen's wanda wanda um maximoff who became even more popular thanks to recent disney plus series wandavision um the film also has a gigantic footprint it's playing in 4,534 theaters in the U.S. and Canada alone, which, according to Disney, is the seventh wildest, um, no, widest, excuse me, opening ever. Premium format screens, including IMAX and 3D, accounted for 36% of the overall box office. Summer blockbuster season is off to a roaring start with Doctor Strange, an excellent sign for the phenomenal slate ahead, Rich Gelfond, the CEO of IMX, said in a statement. Um, Hollywood summer movie um, season um, typically kicks off in early May and runs through the end of August. And aside from the last two years, regularly accounts for over $4 billion in ticket sales uh, or about 40% of the year's grosses. Sam Raimi stepped up to direct Doctor Strange in the, in, in the multiverse of madness, which reportedly cost around $200 million to make, though that number doesn't account for the many more 
million spent on marketing and promotion. Um, over the weekend, the, the film has trended on social media for everything from its many cameos to a sprinted, no, excuse me, spirited debate over its PG-13 rating and whether or not the horror elements warranted something more um, restrictive. Um, this is a total win for the industry for whom the last two summers almost didn't exist in terms of box office, said, um, hold on, Paul um, Dergarabedian, the senior media analyst for Comscore. Marvel has been kicking off summers for over a decade. This is a return to normalcy. Well, I don't know about normalcy. I don't know about normalcy because the the whole idea of normalcy it just seems like it's a little bit of I don't know, man. I don't know. It just seems it just seems so bullshit to me. The simple fact that we can't shake hands and hug one another and all the other shit for for like over two years now, it's really starting to drain the shit out of everybody's social life man like seriously man um anyway there was little left for other movies playing in theaters part of that is due to the fact that many multiplexes chose to pack their theaters with wall-to-wall dr strange screenings film critic matt singer tweeted a photo uh a photo of manhattan amc offering 70 screenings on thursday alone Universal and DreamWorks Animation, the bad guys fell to second place in its third weekend with an estimated $9.8 million, while Sonic the Hedgehog 2 from Paramount landed in third with $6.2 million. Fantastic Beast, which I didn't really care about, The Secrets of Dumbledore, took fourth with $3.9 million, bringing its domestic total to 86 million dollars and in fifth place was another multiverse themed film everything everything all at once it had a slight dip in its seventh weekend but it's still speeding along with the an additional 3.3 million dollars from 1542 screens in the seventh weekend in theaters um the a24 film has grossed 41.6 million dollars total the success of dr strange 2 only helps build momentum for the big summer movies on the way like top gun maverick may 27 obviously i just just talked about that we've got a real summer movie season on our hands something we couldn't have imagined two years ago um um, Dargara Bedian said, it's been a long time coming. Estimated ticket sales for Friday through Sunday Sunday at U.S. and Canadian theaters. According to Comscore, final domestic figures will be re- released on Monday. And of course, Dr. Strange already said it may, Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness already said um. $185 million, The Bad Guys, $9.8 million, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which I already saw, $6.2 million, Fantastic Beasts, The Secret the secret of Dumbledore, $3.9 million, Everything, Everything All at Once, $3.3 million, 
the Northman 2.8 million, the Lost City 2.5 million, and the unbearable weight of massive talent by Nicolas Cage 1.5 million dollars. Um okay, um let's take a look here. Um all right. Um what else can we talk about here? Oh, let's talk about um the prices right for a second here. As some it was one of the places to go for New Yorkers right here. So I'm sorry. Um Give me a second here. Let's see. Uh, let's take a look here at the. Uh, okay, the price is right. I remember seeing it, but I forget. Uh, okay, so obviously the price is right. It's celebrating its 50th anniversary, especially. It's been on TV for over... I didn't know it was on TV for 50 years, man. 50 long, long, long-ass years, huh? That's... That's that's pretty... That's pretty extravagant. That's remarkable, folks. The longest game show alongside with Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, Family Feud, and all the other shit. And I'm like, okay... That's that's a milestone right there, man. Let's make some noise for this shit right here, man. For the prices right in their 50th anniversary. Okay. According to AM New York, um New York City come on down. The Price is Right is bringing the last stop of its 50th anniversary. Come on down to a to Madison Square Park on May 18th. This last stop is part of a 50-stop tour celebrating Network Television's number one rated daytime series and the longest-running game show in history by taking the show on the road. No pun intended for Americans to play. Of course, from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m., New Yorkers of all ages can play Plinko, spin the wheel, and compete for a locally showcase in the showcase showdown guests can also take part in interactive photo ops and also enter for a chance to win fifty thousand dollars additionally guests can win prizes benefiting local businesses h and h bagels and joe's pizza H&H Bagels also celebrates its 50th anniversary this year, and Joe's Pizza, Joe's Pizza, 75-year-old founder Joe um, Pazzoli has offered up the classic New York slice to Greenwich Village for 47 years and counting. Guests will have a chance to win gift cards to each restaurant. Of course. Madison Square Park is located at 5th Avenue and East 26th Street in Manhattan, Midtown Manhattan. All guests must show proof of COVID-19 vaccination, which is still going on. No purchase is necessary, and you can see the rules at cbs.com slash price50. Okay. Um. Yes, let's take a look and see. 
Okay, upcoming local events I'm going to get to right now. I'm just going to go through all of them, actually. So let's just, um, um, obviously, um, so let me see. This is, um, let's start with, um, let's start with Tuesday. Yeah, let's start with Tuesday, May 17th, right? So we got the Horticultural Team Volunteers. Um, I'm gonna get in, gonna get into that right here. Um, so obviously, so the description goes like this: according to qns.com/slash event, um, horticultural team volunteers. So open to individuals join the horticulture team in keeping the island beautiful. Opportunities to help with the day-to-day operations can include weeding, planting, trail maintenance, propagating plants, and similar garden tasks. Volunteers of all backgrounds and experience are welcome to join us. Staff will provide volunteers with task overviews and tools. Advanced registration required through website interest form. Of course, the location is Randall's Island, 10 Central Road, New York, New York, 10035. And you can check out their website, randallsisland.org slash things to see, do, slash volunteer, individual volunteer form. Okay, so there you go right there. Um, also up next is Yoga in the Park. Yes, if you're looking for something to do, like like to exercise and stuff, meditation, this one's for you. This one's for you and everybody in New York that needs this to relieve themselves from stress. This is for you. So the description goes like this for um, yoga in the park. So stretch, breathe, and find your inner peace at our outdoor yoga classes. Free. Free 99. How about that, man? No, 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 no money registered. So no registration required. Bring your own mat and water. Um, of course, location by the water behind ICANN Stadium. So ICANN Stadium at Randall's Island, which is located at 20 Randall's Island Park, New York, New York, 10035. And the website is randallsisland.org slash events slash yoga in the park nine slash all. Okay. Okay. All right. So May 18th community job fair. Sounds fun. Um, Yes, Community Job Fair, which is the Queen's Community House. Um, whether, you, whether looking to land a new job or switch careers, job seekers will have to opt employers from the airport industry, hospitality, health providers, and and more. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. More what? And more, um, yeah, more companies being represented. This is 
and in person job fair held at um Pomonock Community Center in Flushing, Queens, New York. It's a free event. You can register um, right here. And this is um, through their website. This is, uh, what is it? HTTPS um, um, double dots, double slash queenschamber.gluup.com slash event community job fair in QCH Pomonot Community Center dash five three four four three slash. Okay, <clears throat> um, and this is from four to eight p.m. Yoga class, yoga in the park at six thirty p.m. to seven thirty p.m. And the horticultural team volunteers is from nine thirty a.m. to new to noon which is outdoors. And of course, Thursday, obviously, I didn't know there was a carnival in um, Valley Stream, Long Island, of course, Strong Island, um, Valley Stream Carnival. So there's something for everyone at this family fun event from thrilling rides and games for all ages to tasty fair food for every appetite. Carnival, carnival, um admission is free unlimited ride wristbands for riders 36 inches and taller are available on the site while supplies um last for 35 hours on thursday may 19th and are only valid that day ride tickets valid every day are available at the carnival for one dollar and fifty cents each 30 30 dollars to 20 tickets or $60 for 50 tickets plus one free ride. Ride, take two or more tickets each. Visit Valley Stream Carnival for coupon savings. $5 off wristbands. Five off a 50 ticket Super Saver Family Pack. And $2 off a $10 food purchase. Midway hours are from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday, 5, 5 to 11, obviously, Friday noon, um, noon to 11 p.m., Saturday noon to um, 10 p.m., Sunday. Um, for those of you who may not know what noon is, it's basically 12 o'clock p.m. Parent guardian supervision is required for all eight for ages 17 and younger please check the website for updates before attending the event and for more information you can call 866-666-3247 or valley stream carnival location is arthur j hendrickson park and pool 123 W Merrick Road Valley Stream, New York 11580. And you can go to their website, which is dreamlandamusements.com slash upcoming events, amusement carnival, and valley stream carnival. And their phone number is 866-666-3247. All right. Um, okay, so I'm going to um 
Hang on a second here. Hang on a second. I was going to do some of it, but I'm going to actually hold that off for the next episode. I'll hold that off for the next episode. So I'm not going to do all of it today. Um, already past 223. So anyway, anyway, folks, um, I think that's going to do it for episode 147. Um, and once again, I do apologize for not recording yesterday. I was, um, very exhausted from a long day of work yesterday. My legs was burning up from doing all this walking. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it is what it is, man. And, and you know, I actually hung in there. I had some water, had some Gatorade, all the other good shit, though, man. And and I managed to actually get some water in the fridge in the break room anyway. So it's it's all it's all fucking good in the hood. All right. Now, <laughs> if you like what you heard in today's episode, 147 Extra Crispy, dedicated to Mike Tyson, and and along with other episodes, whatsoever, please feel free to make a charitable don- donation to uh, my cash app, which is dollar sign G Money Stacks 555. Um, that's dollar sign capital G, lowercase M O N E Y. Capital S, lowercase T A C K Z 555. Once again, it's not about breaking the bank. It's all about doing the best you can on whatever amount of money you are comfortable with will be appreciated. Don't worry about stressing yourself out on having a lot of money. You don't have to worry about that. So um anyway, um, I am going to go to um another section. I'm not gonna have time for the other segment. So I'll probably do that in a future episode. So we'll see what happens. I am going to go to the very last um, thing that I want to do, which is called. Hang on a second. Let me get the uh, sound effect queued up for stream choices on the go. Make sure you follow off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast on Facebook and Instagram, alongside with my other shows, um, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, the Sports Edition Show, and Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast Review Show, and alongside with myself, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. And of course, obviously, um, obviously, this is like a big win. Um, for me, actually, um, cause, um, this podcast right here, I did make the announcement and the posting on episode 145 about, um, this show reached 2k plays, man. I gotta make some noise for that shit too, man. 2k plays, man. And of course, a round of applause. And by the way, um, don't forget to turn on your notifications on Instagram so you can know some updates and and uh, when the episodes are going to be dropping and all the other stuff. Um, so hopefully after this episode's um 
get uploaded. It would be it, uh, hopefully it'll be available um tomorrow. So you know we'll see what happens though. So there you go right there. And of course you can leave a voice message and in terms of any topic ideas, any um any um what is it um any topic ideas and if you'd like to be a guest co-host and stuff like that. Um of course you can DM me at gmoneystacks 555 in Queens, New York. And of course, if I didn't forget, you can also email the show right here. Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast at gmail.com right here. So you can write this down on a piece of paper. Of course, you can even go to the um Instagram um podcast page where you see the word contacts. You click on there, you're gonna see you're gonna see the email address right there. You don't have to worry about typing anything, it's all there. You can type in your email address on there so you can actually, you know. Let me know if you want to be a guest or a guest co-host to chime in on some topics. Maybe, maybe have a conversation. It's not really interview based, but you know what I'm saying? You know, trying to make things a little fun. I'm really trying here, man. But it's a process though, man. It's not gonna happen overnight, folks. So don't get it twisted. So anyway, man. Um if you go to the link in bio on both of, both of the pages, my page and um, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast um show podcast page, you can you can see the link that says Linktree slash um G Money Stacks, uh, right there. Um, so hold on a second, I do see somebody who commented here. Let me take a look here. Um. Obviously, obviously, I didn't see that coming, so let me take a look here. This is okay. Um, all right. Um, Kareem really, really, um, hating right now because he don't have a great podcast like this. Oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking serious are you you can't be fucking serious man do do i do i smell jealousy in the air do i smell jealousy in the air come on do i smell jealousy in the air why are you jealous man Yeah, I'm not even going to really entertain that, man. But, you know, <laughs> here we go. I can't believe, I can't believe someone's ass is so fucking butthurt, man. <laughs> oh shit 
This shit is so fucking laughable, folks. Anyways, on to the streaming platforms where you can listen to the episodes of the New York podcast right here. So we are on Anchor, Audacity, Audible, Audioburst, Amazon Music, Breaker, Castbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podopolo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Attic, Podchaser, Podverse, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Google Podcasts. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating on Podchaser, Podfriend, and Spotify. Five stars will be appreciated. And you can listen to Off the Meat Rat Chain's New York podcast on Radio Public and, of course, iHeartRadio on, on the link in bio, which is the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts, alongside with my other shows, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, Review Show. Of course, make sure you follow the sports edition show, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast Review Show, and this show right here, number one, Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast is already already re- reaching success already. So I clearly, I clearly made it for sure, folks. So, and of course, last but not least, the YouTube. Make sure you grab that subscribe button and tap that noti noti bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream. Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and topics that was discussed. Stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Share the videos. Share the episodes. Download these episodes. Um, of course, tell a friend to another friend. And, of course, make sure you are able to um, share the podcast along with the episodes and along with the link that says Linktree slash GMoneyStacks555 with your wives, your husbands, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, um, your friends, even the people that even the people um, from work that you're cool with. Not the knucklehead ones who are assholes, by the way. Not the ones who give you a hard time, folks. I'm just saying. Um, so, so yeah, there you go right there. So, um, listen, I want to clarify something, actually, before I get up out of here, man. Look, I'm, I have addressed this multiple times in terms of whatever, um, in terms of the whole being under a network, the the, the, the podcast network or whatever case scenario may be that um you know look yes i am under anchor but when i did the research it it did say that the people in anchor do not own people's shows and i'm actually glad that i am on anchor because number one um because number one, it it really, it really um basically basically put me in a safe side for a bit though, man. Because not a lot of podcast um hosting sites is actually um actually do actually doing that shit though, man. And by the way, um for the record, um anchor.fm podcast is not a podcast network. It is a phone app 
slash hosting site that I use. Okay. And 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 listen, I am not under Spotify, all right? I'm I don't have a contract with Spotify, okay? I really don't. And 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 you know how I feel about being, you know how I feel about this. You know how I feel about ownership. You know how I feel about um creative control. You know how I feel about um how, how about talent being being kept. And of course, you know, you know the rest, man. So I just wanted to clear this shit up because there's no way, there's no way that um a show like mine is going to get canceled because it's not made for mainstream TV. Okay. It's not made for mainstream TV. It's an unfiltered podcast show. The unfiltered comedy entertainment show, which involves entertainment news, um, music news, um, of course, various topics in real life, which includes mass transit and, of course, mental health, which I like to cover. Because I added mental health, like I said before, that it's basically important to me that I actually, you know, make make sure I reach out to not just talk about myself and my mental health, but to you out there that's also struggling, that's also in a major all-time struggle with the mental health, whether it's um, cerebral palsy, like we talked about today, whether it's um high-functioning depression, whether it's um all the other topics that we talked about in this mental health check-in month. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, I figured it's my 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 important duty to actually, you know, and you know, I try to make an impression on somebody who's also a podcaster, um, myself, um, who's also a podcaster, um, you know, what I'm saying, um, um, I want y'all to check out um Struggleberry Crunch on Spotify and uh, all the other streaming platforms, whatsoever, um, and. And I say that because it was one of the episodes where um where the host Terriana Terriana was talking about um self-sabotage. And I thought it was interesting because, you know, I was kind of moved because it kind of reminds me of the fact that after after two years of the slandemic that started, I lost confidence on how to approach women. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, everybody has their headphones on and all that other shit whatsoever but you know the way i approach women is basically you know it it, it just comes naturally it's all about confidence man you know what i'm saying like i try not to i try not to use corny pickup lines and shit you know what i'm saying because that doesn't work for every woman remember that and i'm just saying i'm just saying here because i'm not a player but i do crush them down like the bags of chips and shit, man. Step by step, like a Pythagorean thing, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, man. You can't copy me, man. You can't copy my swag on on how to approach women, man. I don't have a pimptionary or a chictionary to do all this. I don't need it because this this all me. It's all about being yourself, son. It's all about being yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't need a play-by-play book to do all that, man. You don't need it. And I'm just saying, man, you don't necessarily need that shit, man. And I got to make some noise for myself, man, for actually taking the time to actually give a little advice. You know what I'm saying? 
on how to approach women. So there it goes. Yes, thank you very much to everybody and to those who tuned in all over the world, including the USA, Canada, not to mention Long Island, aka Strong Island, and the five boroughs of New York, New York City, all you New York City um, natives, New York natives, man, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate every single one of you who actually helped me get to 2K plays. And this one goes to you out there, man. Remember, the grind doesn't stop. Hard work pays off. Don't rush the process. And, of course, you know, make sure you listen, stream, Watch, download these episodes. If you miss any of the episodes that, that's been posted, whatsoever, the latest episodes, the previous episodes, whatsoever, don't worry. Everything's all on there, just like everything's all on YouTube, on this channel right here, G Money Stacks 555, where you can see all the Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast episodes on there. So there you go right there, man. I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you very much for tuning in and rocking with me. I'm off this shit. Hopefully, this will be out tomorrow. Um, and um, I'll catch y'all in the next episode. And I will be back to cover more stuff to do in New York in the next episode. I had to stop at the at certain um things, so I didn't want to go through all of it. So there you go, right there. Peace and one love. And have yourselves a good night, folks, and enjoy the rest of your week. Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rack Chains NY Podcast, O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z. N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. 
alongside with my primary Instagram handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio streaming choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.